Episode 4. Hey guys, be sure to go to tell.fish to sign up for our email newsletter. You will get the inside scoop on new guests and contests before everyone else. We can't wait to welcome you aboard. Welcome to the Telltale Fisherman Podcast, where avid anglers share the story of their best fishing day ever to inspire yours. Now it's time for another epic adventure. So here's your host, John Woodson. All right, welcome to the show. Today we have a very special guest. His name is Nikki Azara. Nikki, welcome. Thank you. Nikki is a special guest because uh, he is a good friend of the family. And we actually just got back from a fishing trip ourselves before recording this interview. You want to tell them what we were doing today, Nikki? Um, today we were bow fishing out on the St. John's and we caught a few good, um, a few good sized tilapia. Yes, that's a new sport my son Justin and his friends like Nikki and some others have gotten into recently and uh, hopefully sometime soon here we'll be able to bring a good bow fishing story. But not today. Nikki has an epic fishing story, but it actually doesn't have to do with bow fishing. Well, Nikki, just tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So I've been fishing for basically my entire life, but I really got into bass fishing probably about a year or two ago. And I live on a golf course, so I'm, I have access to a lot of ponds. I have a golf cart that I can move around in. And this golf course when I first started fishing, it was just loaded. Like you would go every weekend, catch a six or seven pound bass. I've caught two fish over 10 pounds out of this one pond and my biggest being an 11. Wow. So that, that was great. Just throwing lipless crankbaits, mm-hmm. you know, out in the deep. That was the best. It was the best bite we could find out of there. And then they kind of died off. So I tried to branch out a little bit. Now I can drive. So I have a bigger area that I can fish in. Mm-hmm. And up until Recently, I was strictly a bank angler, and now I found a boat on Craigslist, and I went and got that, and I've been loving it. I've been out on Lake Pickett with the Woodsons for a, f- a few times, and we caught a few fish, and then the guy who sold me the boat promised that we would go out on Lake Kissimmee because he lived down there, and he knows the lakes. Before we get to your story, tell me a little bit about how you like to fish. You said you meant you, you caught some of your biggest fish on mm-hmm. lipless crankbaits. Yeah. Is that your favorite lure to use? or? Um, up until recently, I would have said yes, because I'm just a power angler. I don't like fishing slow. Mm-hmm. I just like throwing it out, cranking you know, a lot of casts, covering a lot of water. But recently, I've been throwing a lot of swim baits and mm-hmm. jigs and shaky heads because the bite's been a little tough this season right now Mm -hmm. in the colder water some of the ponds have cleared out like crystal clear where you could see like 10 feet down so i've been slowing it down downsizing my line diameter and it's been doing pretty well i've been getting a few decent bites now we we should mention this is being recorded in uh, february yeah so the water's quote unquote cold for florida our Mm -hmm. our water's about 64 65 degrees right now Bass are a little lethargic, so you gotta downsize your baits a little bit to get those bites. But right, right, and I know my son has uh, keyed you into a little different bait here recently. Yeah. Um, talk about that. He has introduced me to the weightless fluke, specifically the golden one with the red flakes. <laughs> you just cast it out and basically let it sit. Every once in a while, I'll give it a few twitches, and those bass slam it. Right now, is 
Bass fishing your favorite type of fishing? It is. I do enjoy like every type of fishing, but bass fishing is always seems to be the one thing that I keep coming back to. Mm-hmm. And well, what what are some other types of fishing you've done? Um, I did. I used to do a lot of inshore um, saltwater, like for redfish and trout and flounder and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I always love fishing off the beach for whiting and anything that'll bite, really. Right. And then I've basically done every type of fishing there is. I've I love bow fishing with you guys. Um, I've done spear fishing in the Keys. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that I've never been deep sea, so that's something that I'm looking forward to in the future. But, really? So yeah. what what is the next fish on your list that you think you might? The next fish catch? on my list is the definitely a peacock bass. A peacock bass. Yeah, I want to take a road trip down to Miami and a little southern Florida and see if I can get my hands on a peacock bass. What else do I want? A snakehead, and maybe mine cichlid. Right, mm-hmm. and, ju- and just so it, for everybody's reference, so Nikki lives here in the Orlando area, where we have what type of bass? Uh, largemouth bass and bluegill. We got bream. A lot of different. We got some crappie mixed right. in here. But we don't have up, up in the middle of Florida here. We don't have any of the uh, yeah the the South American bass, the peacocks, mm-hmm. which have been introduced down in South Florida. So, yes, that one's on my list, too. They look pretty fun. And then the other thing we don't have is smallmouth bass. Yes. That now, is have have you ever been, have you been smallmouth fishing? Have you ever caught one? I have never caught a smallmouth bass, but I have some cousins who live up north, and we have a family reunion up there every year. So next year, I might try and talk my dad into just doing a big road trip and bring oh. the boat out there. There you go. Yeah. So. Yes. Well, I've... I've been up to Canada and we were catching mostly pike, but we did catch one or two smallmouth bass. Mm. And that's something I would like to be able to get back to at some point. Yeah, my cousins live in Pennsylvania, so it's not as many pike, but mostly large and smallmouth bass. Right. And my cousin has actually seen the success I've been having down here. And it's kind of, we've been talking back and forth, and he's actually gotten into bass fishing up there as well oh. in the past few months. Yeah. Have you been sharing notes on uh, tips and techniques and lures yeah, and stuff? Yeah, I've sent him a few lures. He sent me a few lures. It's, yeah, it's been a great experience with him. Awesome. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, Nikki is going to share his epic bass fishing tournament experience with us. Stay tuned. If you ever go fishing by yourself, It adds a little bit extra challenge to get the boat on and off the trailer. A boat launch cord makes launching much easier, so you can get on the water quicker and without damaging your boat. Go to tell.fish slash gear in your web browser and check out the boat launch cord that we like the best. But remember, it works a lot better if you attach it to your trailer before you back the boat in the water. All right, now back to our interview with Nikki Azara. Well, we know a little bit now about uh, your fishing background, and at such a young age, yeah. you're, you just got your driver's license and yeah. a driver now, right? Oh, yeah. So a lot of experience in a mm-hmm. uh, short amount of time so far. You had a pretty cool experience, and this one was just last weekend, right? Yeah. So so this this follows on the heels of you getting your, your boat, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what so, happened? The guy who sold me the boat, we've been texting back and forth forever, and 
he said, hey, there's a tournament in Lake Kissimmee this weekend. You want to go fish it with me? Mm-hmm. And of course I wanted to go fish it. So we drove down there early in the morning. It's cold, rainy. There's only like 35, 40 boats in a tournament that usually right. has 70. Like so this is a club tournament? Yeah, it's a okay. Kissimmee Bass Association or something. Kissimmee Bass Series, mm-hmm. I think it's called. So tell me a little bit about... Kissimmee. Some people may have heard about it, but mm-hmm. but that chain of lakes is pretty yeah. special, right? Oh yeah. So actually, it's also connected to Okeechobee, Lake Toho, and also this big Lake Kissimmee. So we were at the southernmost end of Lake Kissimmee, and we were just it's kind, it was kind of weird that day because it, it was right in the middle of a cold front, and they, the bass couldn't really decide what they wanted to do. So we started up fishing shallow. We caught one on a weed line, just burning swim baits, and then they weren't really biting in there, so we moved back a little bit out into a like pre-spawn, like staging flat, mm-hmm. and we just crushed them out there. Um, so how deep? How deep of water was that? Probably about four to five feet. It wasn't very deep, okay. but it was in just like scattered lily pads and kissimmee grass. Okay, and so no. Um, no beds or anything. You weren't catching yeah, fish we, on the beds. We weren't catching fish on beds. They weren't that shallow yet. But mm-hmm. this this area that we're fishing was like two football fields wide of just scattered lily pads. And okay, so it's a big, wide, yeah. flat. And, and did you just kind of zigzag back? Yeah, we just zigzag back and forth. There's a few like like thicker mats in the middle mm-hmm. that we would like throw around. We'd flip into it mm-hmm. a little bit. Didn't get any bites flipping, but. The second fish I caught that day was right on the edge of a mat, and my friend, he flipped his swim bait out, and was really in, just got smacked by a giant, and he set the hook and just missed it. So I flipped mm-hmm. mine in right after him, and just set the hook on this eight-pounder. Eight-pounder. Eight-pound bass. And this is your first tournament, right? Yeah. So first tournament, and what's the first fish you catch? The first fish was probably about a three-and-a-half-pounder. Three-and-a-half. It, it was a pretty good slot filler for the... Yeah, bag. heck yeah. And so, and next fish, that's the yeah. eight pounder. The next fish was the kicker fish for our whole tournament. We caught an eight pounder. Wow. And then, mm-hmm. so what What happened after that? Uh, we kind of freaked out a little bit, threw it in the live well. <laughs> and um, then we just stuck to our pattern. We had we threw the swim baits. We had a little under hook, uh, underspin hook, which is just the normal belly weighted hook for a swim bait, but it has this little swivel and a spinner blade right on the bottom just hanging under so we would cast it into the weed line yeah and just slow roll it and that was the big bite of the day so they were they weren't totally lethargic yeah they, they were active enough to hit a swim bait yeah but you had to kind of roll it slow I yes mm-hmm. okay and we did we only got six bites that day mm-hmm. but we only needed five so. right right yeah so it, yeah. it might just just for those who don't know how the tournament works, why do you say you only needed five? So for the tournaments, you only weigh your biggest five fish. Mm-hmm. And so we caught, I caught four out of the five fish, actually. <laughs> and then my partner caught two, and he culled one of them. So wow, uh, the smallest fish we caught that day was two, like just about two and a half pounds. And we had a 19.37 pound bag. And so what was the uh, end result of that bag? I came in fifth place, and I actually won a little bit of money off of it that really? day. Uh, and right now, since it was the first tournament in the series, I sit in fifth place in the entire series. You, you, can't, you can't just retire now, right? And, I uh... can't. I mean, it, there's, 
there's one every last Sunday of every month. So I'm going to try and get up there next month and see what I can do again. And, and are they all team tournaments? Yeah, they're all team tournaments, at least in the series that I'm fishing in, yeah. Right. So do you think you have the bug for tournament fishing now? Oh, yeah, it, it's so much fun. And did you find it was hard to you know, focus and keep grinding all day or did the time just go by like a... It just went by and like... Snap of the fingers, huh? My my, um, my friend, he's fished a lot of tournaments over the years mm -hmm. and like he couldn't believe how just like calm I was. <laughs> like <laughs> he thought I would be like flipping out over everything like intense, like shaking and it was just, it just felt like fishing, like the right. kind of fishing I wanted to do. Right. And it, it was so, it was just so much fun. So your your one tournament experience now mm -hmm. you got one under your belt, but do you think you've maybe stumbled onto any keys for for success of of how you know what it is it takes to be successful at fishing like that? Yeah, I think you just need to be open minded and don't stay with one spot unless you really have faith in it. Like the spot we stayed in, he's fished there before and pulled out some true giants, like mm -hmm. ten plus pound wow. fish out of that. And actually, the biggest fish of the tournament was a 10.3. So not much bigger than yours. Yeah. There was like a 10.3 and like a 9.4 and then another 8.5 or something like that. And then mine was like 7.95. So it was like 0.5 under a Florida Trophy fish. And wow. that would have given me a $100 gift card to Bass Pro Shops. Oh, so, how cool is that? When they if, get, You got to go back there. Yeah. If I would have stuck a split shot weight in its mouth, I would have had a... Hundred dollars in my pocket. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to go uh, grind it out, but I have yeah. no doubt that uh, you're gonna you're gonna get a big one in a tournament. I know oh, you've yeah. already got some big ones uh, just fishing in private ponds and things. Mm -hmm. So excellent. Well, I have a feeling uh, it won't be too terribly much longer before we may be uh, talking to you again with an even more epic day than that but uh, a big bag of fish on your first ever bass tournament and coming in fifth place that's that's pretty epic yeah it was pretty great awesome well nikki thank you for sharing it with us thank you very much do you have an epic fishing story to tell we want to hear it go to tell.fish guest in your browser and sign up to become a fishing legend today this has been the Telltale Fisherman Podcast. Thanks for sharing another great tale with us. Be sure to check out the show notes page for more info on today's show and the gear we talked about. Keep those lines tight and we'll catch you next time right here on the Telltale Fisherman Podcast.